this episode of A Strange Thing Podcast. The drinking word is... But anyway. But it's it'll sound words. like... <clears throat> but no. For like... this episode of A Strange Thing <laughs> Podcast, the drinking words are but anyway. But they will sound like... But anyway. You That's all. Oh. <laughs> okay. guys hey guys and <laughs> welcome to episode number 57 of a strange thing podcast i'm mike and i'm austin as always yep and we're your hosts yeah yeah so hey what are we doing austin we are recovering we are recovering yeah mm-hmm. we had kind of a we, you know we were going to do a strange hollow earth this week and we were going to go out and get into the hollow earth but we didn't get to do that. See, my dad is kind of like the second law of thermodynamics. <laughs> and everything inside of his body is winding down. It's running down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially that little sphincter object. Mm-hmm. That sphincter? Gave, yeah, that's, it's a, it's an appendix, but the, where it connects to your large intestine, there's like a little sphincter. Mm. And that can get kind of plugged up or something. See, a it's lot infected. of people, when they hear the word sphincter, they think of people's eyeballs. And the muscle that contracts dilates <laughs> yeah, the people's the eyeball sphincter. I think of Germans when I think sphincter? of that. Yeah, because sphincter. Yeah, ich bin ein sphincter glauben. Yeah. Ah, we're already getting weird, but yep. yeah. So, what happened? I'll let you set it up because you being funny. Well, I woke up and went to work. Uh huh. And I got a text message. From your mom? From my mom. It was actually pretty early. It might have been like by the time I got to work. But she said that you were in the hospital with stomach pains at the ER. Yep. They think it's the appendix. Yep. And it was the appendix. It it was the appendix. Mm -hmm. The first part of a book. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not the suffixin. Yeah. (laughs) Suffixin. It was the appendixin. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. So, I ended up having emergency surgery for a ruptured... Uh, appendix sphincter yeah that was fun the sphincter in my appendix got blockaded and infected mm. um yeah and i wasn't feeling good for a day and then next thing you know they're like uh taking me in and getting stuff done and then afterwards i i've found out they intubated me so now my vo- vocal cords are a little messed up kind of feeling yeah kind of soft so i got that old age voice going on yeah Got three little puncture wounds in my abdomen. Nice. Yep. And they, you know, they don't even really like, you know, cut you open anymore if they can do the laparoscopic stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like a little hole. Yeah. Three little holes. One right above my navel, which mm. kind of weird because a lot of the like abduction stuff, you know, with UFOs and aliens, they like prod and poke people through their navel. I was going to say, kind of as a joke, if if you weren't feeling good and I had to like come up with a funny thing to post so people didn't wonder where we died uh-huh, um, I was gonna say like remember how dad was talking about those strange experiences he had in his <laughs> house when he was young well it turns out he was abducted and they came back and they had probed him <laughs> and they had inserted this tiny little metal tracking device mm-hmm. but with all the 5G network stuff going on it started to interfere with the tracking device and it started to overheat. 
and it caused uh-huh. severe pain in his stomach. So they had to replace and him. And in an x-ray, they found alien technology. Then he got shipped to Area 51 <laughs> to have specialty surgery done. No, it wasn't quite like that. It was actually, you know, as far as surgeries go, it was like not a big deal. They just kind of, I don't know, I fell asleep and I woke up and I had like weird shaving you know, stuff on me. <laughs> so it kind of looked like, you know, what do they call those patterns that are out? Crop Manscaping. circles? Yeah, except for it was Mike circles. Crop Mike circles. circles, yeah. Cock circles. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I don't know. They, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> but, yeah, they did that. I found out I was uh, intubated, which, you know, I didn't know they were going to do that. But I guess they do that if they want to keep your oxygen level up a little bit. And, mm-hmm. and they gave me some good drugs that maybe made my oxygen level a little too relaxed. A little too, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I got that going on for me. And then also I found out that I was I, I was catheterized. Yep. Shortest catheter they've ever used. <laughs> I don't know. They didn't give me the length. I mean, <laughs> hopefully they didn't charge by the length. But, yeah. well, maybe, I'm, yeah, maybe they should have. It would have been cheaper. <laughs> But anyway, I found out that the hard way, which was... Hard way. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, the first time you're out, you're like, man, I can go to the bathroom. So you go in there and you're like, okay, I'm going to go now. And then it's like, oh, what the heck? I'm on fire. (laughs) Put it up, put it up. No, it was, yeah. So, and then I asked him, I asked them in the the recovery room. It's like, did they catheterize me or something? Because that hurt. And they're like, no. (laughs) <laughs> Wink. Like, like, well, somebody did something to <laughs> So then, then later, they, they moved me into another room. There were uh, actually a, a shortage in, of hospital beds. Whoa. And so rather than, you know, checking me into a room, they put, get me, out of here. they put me in a little side room. What was that guy's name? Alfredo? I don't know. It was Alfredo. But, <laughs> I drink druggy. <laughs> Why do you ask that? The nurse memories like... I don't oh, know if you guy. probably don't yeah. remember this. Yeah, so he was the funny. The other girl's Spanish name guy. was Vanessa. Yeah. So yeah. he's like, "Hey, my name is Alfredo. I'm going to be yeah. taking yeah. up for you for <laughs> Vanessa." And then Dad goes, "Your name is Vanessa." <laughs> he's like, "No, I mean it's not. It's Alfredo." He's, you see my tech? Yeah, he's Alfredo. He was kind of smart aleck guy. I liked yeah. him, and he, he had funny. like a. He yeah. reminded me of the guy from Disturbed, oh. the singer. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. That guy? He reminded me of the guy from Funny what's, little goatee. what's the one where they sit around and they then circle to start? TV show? Yeah. That 70s show? That 70s show. It reminded me of that, the guy on the, that 70s show that was the little... Fez? Fez, yeah. yeah. He was like Fez. Kind of, but he was quick. He had that quirky... Yeah. He wasn't a nerdy Quick guy. Hispanic yeah. humor. Yeah. And you couldn't keep up because you were all druggy. Uh-huh. And he's like, my name is Alfredo. I'm going to be taking over for Vanessa. And you're like... Your name is Vanessa? And he's like, no, my name is not Vanessa. You can see on my name. My name is Alfredo. And In my then, mind, I'm thinking, would you just please slow down talking? <laughs> yep. He's like, yeah. so so what is the deal here or what? You got some little bit of surgery? You want to have a little bit of a, like some pudding or some jello or what? Yeah. And then he, you're like, I ain't diabetic. I'm trying to not eat just Eat A little bit of, I'm trying to not eat sugar. He's like, well, it's been like... When, when did you have us have a little bit of food or something to eat? Yeah. Like, uh, probably dinner I had tacos 6 p.m. yesterday. It's like, if you had a little bit of sugar <laughs> or something to eat right now, if you had a little bit of sugar, I don't want to eat anything. But I'll go see if we can find a little bit of like pudding or some jello or something that's sugar-free. Yeah. And then he just walked out. Yeah. I was like, what just happened? I know. Yeah, that was funny. I, I couldn't keep track. I was like, I'm glad he's gone. <laughs> 
but it was funny. he was nice and he got you out of there quick yeah yeah they all did they were all great um you know i'm really impressed with the medical system although you know i felt kind of weird because they put me in that little teeny room in the back yeah and so rather than me getting to hang out with my grandkids and everybody which came to see me and they couldn't come in yeah there's only two adults yeah. at a time they basically stuck me in the recovery room closet for a little while so during that time <laughs> yeah i was in the lobby with uh all the grandkids. grandkids. Yeah. Huh. I'm just sitting there and my niece was upset because she couldn't go back there. She was right. crying. So so I t- opened Snapchat on my phone and just went through all the filters. And, and then had fun. within like five minutes, I'm like, shh, you can't laugh that loud. There's other people here. And some of them are having a hard day. <laughs> and they're just, ha, 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 yeah. ha, I look like a dinosaur. Ha, ha. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, calm down. Calm so the down. lady comes back there and I'm like, oh, we're being too loud. She's going to tell us to be quiet. And she just kind of stares at us like, shut up. <laughs> is that what you did no well she stared at us for a second well you know people are going through different kinds of surgery some of them mm-hmm. are like an appendix which is you know not a big deal yeah or and some of them are getting like you know cancer type big stuff deal doing, yeah. yeah yeah life-saving so, stuff and then there's you yeah oh, my tummy hurts yeah look at my three little puncture wounds <laughs> i kept thinking you know it figures because we were going to go out in the side by side we're going to go out in the desert bounce around explore Do caves jumps yeah his sick jumps, but instead, here I am laying in here eating sugar-free Jello for pudding. <laughs> yeah, you ate it fast, though. It, it was good. Yeah, I remember it was. It was good. Well, yeah, I, you were hungry. I was hungry, and uh, and then I went home, and and I'm fine. You know, I'm recovering great. So instead of going spelunking, we, we went, went to a we hospital. Went, well, yeah, which there's probably a lot of weird nefarious stuff yeah. going on there, but similarities too. Um. Instead of doing that for our adventure this weekend, we went and just sat in a field. Yeah, we did. We went out and, you know, because I didn't feel horrible. And we got the uh, the old truck out mm-hmm. and we put Stinky. some lawn chairs in the back and a propane fire ring. Yeah. And went out in the back of the truck bed and and sat out there and looked for UFOs and cattle abduction. Dad shot the KS-12. I did. Shotgun. Shot the shotgun. I shot the shotgun. It was just not dark. It's Mm -hmm. not sunset. Yeah. Set? Yeah, it was sunset. You know what messed me up about that? It's dusk. The um, the song by Prince. From dusk till dawn. You know that song? Yeah. Um, Why did that mess you up? It messes me up because he says dusk till dawn. So in my brain, I'm like, dusk must be morning and dawn must be night. No, because he lived at night, so he would go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that it messes me up. That's okay. all I'm saying. So it was kind of getting gray out dawn, because there's yeah. these mountains mm-hmm. next to us. Mm-hmm. So we had some good shadow. So Dad shot it. A big fireball comes out the end of the yeah, sky. Yeah, that was cool. Slow but mo- I put it in Ooh. slow motion, and he goes, that's got a little kick on her. <laughs> it's got a little kick on her. Yeah, I w- didn't know what to expect. First time I shot it, it was fun. I had a good time. It's that a was fun, fun gun. We went out there. Fun and time sitting in a truck. Sitting in the truck, and we there were cows mooing all around us. Mm-hmm. So we thought maybe we'll get lucky. Not only watch the hollow earth and UFOs, but we'll run into cattle mutilation in the act. Didn't mm-hmm. happen. No. Nope. No, the most exciting thing was a side by side riding by, and you. I flashed them. Flashed them. <laughs> like, I hey, lifted up my shirt. Woo! Look at my boobies. And they both went woo. Yeah, like oh, scary. Mm. Is that a dude? Or, oh, he does have boobies. He does. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it was pretty funny. Oh, what a lot of rabbit trails we were mm-hmm. on. Literally, there were a lot of rabbits out there. It's not yeah. like two or three. Quite a few bunnies. Yeah, but no UFOs. Nope. And uh, we stayed, what? We we got out there about nine? Yeah, it just started getting dark. We got there at perfect time. Because mm-hmm. we had a minute, we shot the shotgun. I think we both just put one shell through it, but yeah, yeah. it was kind of fun. You mm-hmm. hadn't shot it before, and it's kind right. of a weird gun. Mm-hmm. And then the cows all herded up. That was kind of cool, because they were just... All around us. Yeah. And then there's that one. And then there's that one that was like. But I think it. That was. was I think it lost a uh, a calf or something because it was stressed out. It was trying to find. It was like pacing around and like running back and forth. But then they all went into that big huddle and just kind of went quiet. As soon as it went dark, they were. Quiet. Quiet. Yeah. That's weird. Every once in a while you hear like... <laughs> you know what I thought about that that's kind of weird? You know how like you wake up right as the sun is rising, even be a little before, the birds start going crazy. Oh, have you ever been duck hunting? Huh. So when you yeah, go well, duck yeah, hunting, but... there's I think they call it like a magic hour. Mm-hmm. You put out your decoys, it's pitch black. You got your headlamps on, it's colder than dirt. Mm-hmm. But then everything turns like kind of gray because mm-hmm. the sun's coming up. And then you hear like the pintails like... Yeah. Like flying around. And then as soon as the sun comes up, it's just like a war zone. Like from like from the uh, Pearl Harbor movies where there's oh. those dog fights. Like, yeah. thing just going in. Yeah. The ducks are just going like all over your head. And then like 20 minutes later, over. Dead quiet. <laughs> no ducks allowed. Mm. It's crazy. Well, all I notice is I lay in bed in the morning and it's not light yet. And I'm, I don't have to get up yet. But the birds are like squawking. You hear the robins and the sparrows, and they're all just kind of going crazy. And it's like, whoa, this is kind of cool. It's like it's like they're singing in the morning, the singing in the sun rising. Maybe the cows are the opposite. Maybe they moo out the sun setting. Right, go down. Boo! Get off stage. <laughs> get off stage. <laughs> you suck. Yeah. You suck, cow sun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe. i think it i think it's a lot like elk or a lot of animals where it's just kind of like a like wolves even where it's like a rally cry it's like come on back we're gonna mm-hmm. all get together because they're pack animals herd animals uh-huh. let's get together i'll we'll shut up at the same time so the animals don't other animals predators don't know yeah, where we are right mm-hmm. and we'll just be quiet well, hide away those yep. nighttime nocturnal predators mm-hmm. yeah but i think they kind of do like a like a like elk, there'd be like a herd bull, mm-hmm. and he'll do all these like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like he'll yeah. call in his herd, and then mm-hmm. they're all like going around, they all bed down. All the all the cows are like, yeah, and then he's like, shut up, yep. go to bed, don't bother me till the morning, yep, and then we'll get busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why every night you can harem. Get it? Harem. That's <laughs> funny. You know, it is weird. You know, at night, predators do come out. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of nocturnal predators, and not just in the animal kingdom, but look in the in the world. Like, yeah, like New York City. Kingdom. Yeah, the human kingdom. Okay, so let's go a little strange here for a minute, because I don't know. Have you noticed all the bad, crappy, ugly crap that's been going on at night in different places? Like the people getting roofied and raped or taken out and chopped up. They've got the serial killer. They, they He might be the smiley face killer down in Texas that's doing awful things. I mean, there's like... There's a lot of bad people out there. Yeah. Nocturnal predators. Well, it's like that Johnny Cash song. 
That uh, go tell that long tongue liar. Yeah. That one. What, yeah. What's, what's done, done in the dark will be brought, brought to the light. light. Yeah. You can run yeah. on. So what is it about darkness? It's easy to hide. Is it? Is that what it is? Or is mm-hmm. it? Is there something more spiritual and deeper there? The unseen realm forces can come out and cause it. I think you could make that comparison. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessarily that way. I mean, like tactically, like what we did in like Iraq, probably not a great comparison. But we had really <laughs> good technology compared to a civilization that didn't so that, much. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we had NVGs. We had all these cool stuff, yeah, thermal advantage. imaging and mm-hmm. stuff. So we can go out at nighttime and mm-hmm. not have to deal with the heat, not have to deal with all of the the stuff we don't know about and mm-hmm. we can rely on our technology so that's what like all, all the nocturnal animals do like mm-hmm. like cats like a mm-hmm. puma <laughs> pumas hunt at night <laughs> because cats have notoriously good nighttime yes eyesight. Mm-hmm. Same coyotes with, yeah. wolves yeah yeah and mm-hmm. that's just an easier way for a predator to get around and not be seen by animals like a like a pronghorn mm-hmm. where they have almost like 360 degree vision but if you cut if that into a little ball of either sleep or just pure darkness, mm-hmm. because if you're taking in light at 360 degrees, you might not be able to focus on mm, one dark yeah, area. Not targeted well. focus. So then yeah. this animal comes in sneakily. You know, there's some weird parallels there, some metaphors, I think, you know, talking about spiritual realm and, you know, what is seen, what people are aware of when. It's dark. People are going to sleep or they're they're shutting down their awareness in mm-hmm. different levels. And that makes them more vulnerable to whatever predatory mm-hmm. kind of thing is after them. So, you know, if you want to talk about spiritual stuff, maybe it's the same thing. And throw into that. So I'm say I'm uh, I'm going to go out and party with my friends. Not only am I kind of tired because it's like late in the evening. Yeah, you just worked. But I'm also going to like pump myself full of alcohol or maybe some other kind of cocaine or something. Yeah. So that I'm more susceptible towards dark, sinister things. Yeah, maybe. When we lived in Twin Falls, uh, I was playing football. It was probably like two in the morning. We Mm -hmm. were in our front yard, and I wasn't really like a kid that got into mischief. Yeah. But we play football late at night. I'm in junior high or whatever. We had some girls from like a block away come over. We we're all throwing the football in the front yard. Mm-hmm. Like the most innocent thing you could do. I went to a private Christian school. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. But a, a, a cop, you probably might know which one I'm talking about, yes. pulled up. Mm-hmm. And he flickered his lights in our front yard. Just. And I knew who he was. I'll call him Kevin. Like, hey, Kevin. And he's like, man, just go inside. <laughs> Nothing good happens at night. You don't need to be out here. And they're the ones that know. Yep. And I was like, what about on Christmas? He's like, especially on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I probably made him mad when I said that. <laughs> we didn't go inside, but yeah. it just, it's it, from a cop. Nothing yeah. good happens at night. It's, it's true. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean like, there's you good know, things. I mean, the, my weenie cop experience. Weenie cop. Um, well, that's what you called it. Um, you know, I came as a, basically a, a child of the light, you know, I, my world was daylight. I, I mean, I drive at night or whatever, but, and I maybe you stay up late and watch TV, but as far as me being out, I wasn't, that was not where I dwelt. Did any of the cops ever tell you, you really adopted the dark? <laughs> I was born in it. No. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? You merely adopted the dark. 
I was born in it, molded by it. No, they never said that. But it was weird when I started doing this uh, nighttime. So basically, I was a reserve officer. And, you know, we would go out and ride around with the real cops and we would carry guns. And, and you know, we could drive a car if we had to, a patrol car. If we had to, we could, like, you know, move in a parade or whatever. Like, hey, weenie cop, move yeah, that yeah, out of the road. Right, yeah. <laughs> we weren't the real deal. You know, yeah. we hadn't gone through post and all that. But it was more responsibility than I actually wanted at the time. But so you'd go out. And then my world was kind of flipped upside down because I never saw the kind of darkness mm-hmm. that they're exposed to. Every single day, they deal with the worst of the worst. And then at night, it was it was worse. I mean, that's when people are so drugged out of their mind, they're yeah. doing something. So that's where people are getting stabbed or shot. And or tensions robberies run high. Are happening. Yeah. You know, people are tired at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. They, you know, want to relax or whatever. So they start mm-hmm. drinking or doing drugs. Yeah. And then something happens because other people are tired and, and doing the exact same thing. And it escalates. Mm-hmm. The nerves are just thin at night. Yeah, it's and that's I think what happens with like a full moon, because your circadian rhythm. Oh, what wow. am I talking about? Your Circ- circadian rhythm uh, <laughs> starts to kind of like get messed up because you're used to this dark light, dark, dark light, mm-hmm. and it kind of is like a long fade into darkness. That sounds like a metal. No, you know that makes sense. So people are like their body's saying, "Wait, it's light, so I need to be out and about." Mm -hmm. And so, but your body's saying, "No, you need to be asleep." And there was never that hard Mm -hmm. cutoff. Yeah, which you can say is why people are more stressed out now too, because we're looking at our phones and we've got fluorescent lights everywhere, blue light, artificial light. So yeah, weird. I don't know. I don't know if we're discovering or in. I'm just regurgitating. Yeah. We're not discovering or solving anything, but obviously there are weird things that happen at night mm-hmm. and around the full moon. I mean, statistically, they say, yeah, it's not statistically much different, but I think maybe people are more aware of it. Maybe they're more alert because they are on that, hey, am I awake or asleep kind of, mm-hmm. what'd you cut? what kind of cycle? Circadian. Circadian. I like that. Circadian cycle. Circadian rhythm. It sounds like an alien type. Circadians. Here in the planet Circadia, (laughs) the year 2127. Yeah, something like that. Mm -hmm. Circadian rhythms like your body's uh, natural uh, adaptation to like night and day, hot and cold. Oh, yeah. Like uh, my cousin and I have been on this kick. Um, Shout out to Ray Guy. Ray Guy. One of my social boys. Um, (laughs) We've been on this kick about like uh, just feeling better because he's got young kids and I Mm -hmm. got young kids. And maybe it's different or maybe it's the same, but we feel crappy all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just worn out and tired and miserable diet. and short-tempered. Yeah, diets probably. <laughs> yeah. We talk about diet a lot, but mm-hmm. we talk about, you know, like a big thing now. Everybody's posting it on social media is like ice baths. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we've been looking at that and we're like, okay, that's cool. And then we've been talking about good sleep habits, mm-hmm. having a regular circadian rhythm or like going to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time every day mm-hmm. or the majority of days. And how to trick your body into sleeping well by like taking a really hot shower and then going to bed, like right before bed, getting really hot. Mm-hmm. And then when your body starts cooling off, it makes melatonin. Yeah. Which I think melatonin is actually like a hormone. It's not like something you get from plants as much as it's right. like a, a hormone that your body produces. Your body produces, yes. Mm-hmm. And so people take it to go to sleep, but then they're just kind of messing with their circadian rhythm and it's making it worse. It's like your body doesn't have to produce melatonin. Yeah. So if you just get hot and then mm-hmm. cool off, which is a good feeling, mm-hmm. 
you might sleep better. Yeah. Anyway, my cousin and I have been into that, so that's. I don't know what I'm saying about. I don't. That. You know, uh, we're just talking about <laughs> strange things, right? I mean, that's the name of our podcast. It's an open mic. We're just yeah. chit chat. Yeah, we're just chit chatting. And you know, I am trying to. I'm going to try to force this into a certain direction. He's got a narrative. It's well, it's not not nefarious. Nefarious, nefarious narrative. It's nefarious a, narrative. It's n squared. Oh my gosh. But anyway. And I gotta, you know, I want to edit myself and not say "but anyway" so much because I say "but anyway." I just gotta quit saying that so much. It's it's I'm, I, it's like my go-to word when I get a little stymied, you know, in my brain pain. It's brain like, pain. what am I gonna say next? Oh, I'll say "but anyway." Dad has like the uh, Cypress Hill stymied in the brain pain. <laughs> but stymied anyway. in the brain in the butt anyway. Oh, in the butt anyway. So. You know, I wondered. I okay. I shouldn't say this, but I'm gonna because okay. I'm post-operative and and I'm actually I'm off all my pain meds. They gave me some good pain meds, especially there. Um, I don't even vlotted, I think it was, and that stuff was great because I, I was hurting pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And then they gave it to me. And it was like, oh yeah. I felt like I weighed a thousand pounds. I couldn't move. You can see it uh, in people's faces, like when yeah. when Shelby was having the Bennett, mm-hmm. and they did the. Uh, the spinal tap the ep- epidural epidural spinal tap and uh she could hit the buttons every once in a while but the first time when she was like really stressed out and really upset it was like her face just it was like yeah. it was like ugh. yeah well like when gandalf yells at bilbo baggins <laughs> he's Yes. Do not take me for some conjurer of cheap tricks. Yeah, and he melts back. And he's like, I'm not trying to rob you. Rob you. Yeah, it calms I'm down. I'm trying to help you. And his face kind of melts. Yeah. That's he, what Shelby looked like. Because like, no, her face was all scrunched up and it was just like, hmm. she's possessed. Her body made that noise <laughs> yep. when Obi-Wan turns off those shields or whatever. Yep. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, just that's what her body out. did. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I was going towards. Sorry. Is, no, no, that's all good. Is that, what were we talking about before that? Meds. Oh, Vlada. yeah, meds. One thing nice about being, you know, post-operative is you kind of have to relax. You can't do much. You can't lift things. You can't shower. You can't get in the hot tub. You're just kind of like floating. So I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and I've been reading some books. Mm-hmm. And some of the stuff that I've been kind of just coincidentally like stumbling into are things like episodes about like DMT and what's the name of the actual plant that people use I asked you the other night it's like ayahuasca ayahuasca yeah and then I know Joe Rogan he talks about you know that and and a lot of people use that in a way to like get in touch with you know the spiritual realm where they come in contact with entities that that help Mm -hmm. them or guide them or sometimes they're nefarious that's another drinking word oh yeah but you know, I was thinking about that. People in the evening, at night, that probably their body not in tune to be night-dwelling creatures. I mean, because naturally we're not that. We're not nocturnal. Not typically, yeah. Yeah. And then, and so they augment that with drugs, like at clubs, or what, whether it's alcohol yeah. or whatever. Just sucking and, down vodka Red Bulls. Yeah. Night. And then you throw on other things alcohol. on top of it, like uh, DMT, you know, if you want to get yeah. more spiritual, like new age, you know. 600 milligrams of ibuprofen. Yeah, yeah whatever it is. And it's like a lot of the podcasts I were listening to were talking about these guys on trips and, and you know, how they get in touch with spirit guides and the messages that the spirit guides give them, you know. And I'm saying, wow, that's kind of interesting. 
And then the descriptions of some of the spirit guides are kind of the same as some of the neo-pagan or pagan or, you know, ancient gods. Uh, you know, we went through those mm-hmm. pantheons. Just for, I don't even know why we did Strange Gods, um, a series on Strange Gods on our podcast. You can go back and listen to them. I think we had, what, five episodes? Yeah, we did a lot. And we went through a lot of pantheons. And, you know, we're just talking, not for any agenda other than it's like, this is interesting stuff. This is really weird. They all sound the same. Yeah. And that's what we (laughs) ended up thinking. It's like, wait, this, uh, you know, this uh, this goddess is the same as Ishtar. It was the same as, you know, on and on and on it Mm -hmm. goes. And, but what's weird is, these entities that they were coming in contact with on their DMT trips were like the same things. Yeah, some of them maybe. And so my mind's like making connections here, like this is really strange. And I've alluded to many times, you know, in our podcast, it's like, you know, this is like, all this stuff is connected. And I know that's kind of cliche, but it is weird how connected it really is. Like we started our podcast on cattle mutilations because it was a weird thing I experienced as a kid, uh, not personally being mutilated, but <laughs> cattle mutilations were a thing that were happening in the seventies when I was a kid and I remembered it and like, that was a strange thing. Let's and start there. In those episodes, we found Bigfoot, Bigfoot, aliens and demons. UFOs. Well, y- aliens, UFOs. Yeah, and, yeah. Well, I mean, they can kind of go different because you can have a, what do they call it? No, it's not a UAP. Uh, unidentified. Aerial phenomenon. phenomenon, phenomenon. We started making these weird connections, not because we were trying to, right? And then we went into the pantheons, and then we did the paranormal bit, and there were like all these weird connections there. We were talking about these like trans-dimensional kind of weirdness with uh, entities that would be shown, whether they were demonic or hat man or whatever. And then we started doing Bigfoot. And like Bigfoot almost seems to be in a lot of encounters, like he's transdimensional. Transdimensional, like the hat yeah, kind yeah. of seems to be. Or and then we did the gods, um, you know, the strange pantheons, just because I thought it was weird that, you know, pantheons are weird. I mean, yeah, they they gods are. had weird. And you did the thing about the horse that yeah. had sex with Zeus or Zeus, whoever. Yeah. And then, yeah, Sleipnir. <laughs> yeah, Sleipnir. Loki. Loki. Yeah. And then, you know, one thing leads to another. Next thing you know, Loki's pregnant with a horse's. Baby. Loki, the, Loki, the Loki, horse is pregnant. Loki, Thor's brother, yeah, or like stepbrother, is pregnant with a male horse's baby, and he's a male in the pretending to be a female horse. Yeah, <laughs> and Loki. then Thor throws a baby shower for Loki, <laughs> and they find out it's a boy. It's a boy horse, an eight-legged boy a horse. Boy horse? <laughs> Named Sleipnir. Sleipnir, the eight-legged boy horse. And then Loki gives it to Odin as a gift. Oh, my God. It was ridiculous. Yeah, but, I mean, so. it was it was interesting and it's strange, so we talked about it. And then, like, we start seeing all these weird connections between all these different pantheons. And what was weird about that, I mean, it was a long time ago we did it, but my mind thinks about, okay, it's weird. We're talking about the Egyptians over here, but meanwhile, over in the Americas. Yeah, um, the Mayans are building pyramids. The Mayans pyramids are building pyramids. They're building pyramids. Sacrificing kids to yeah. gods. And they're aligned to the same stars. And one over there is a dragon, you know, that's yeah, got wings. There's and, dragons and all over. Quotzalcoatl or whatever his name is down here. Same thing. <laughs> I heard this on Joe Rogan. Separated, they share the same origin. They have to. I heard something on Joe Rogan that I thought was cool. Uh huh. So there's this guy, Forrest Gump. My name's Forrest Gump. 
People call me Forrest Gump. <laughs> I think it does start with a G. Ah, crap. Forrest. Forrest Jeep. We'll say Forrest Jeep. We'll look at Forrest Buddy Guy. He's mm-hmm. like a. He's on like a Discovery Channel show where he like hunts down supposedly extinct animals. Huh. Like the yellow caiman is one he found. But he brought up something that was funny because he talked about how a lot of cultures have these flying serpent like lore. Yeah, they're they're everywhere. So he was talking about how the reason birds can fly is because they have really light feathers and they have hollow bones. But serpents notoriously are kind of a heavier like they, they don't have hollow bones and they have thick heavy scales on them. So their bones would be less dense, which would make it so that they don't fossilize. And that's why we've never found the fossilized dragon is because all their bones are hollow. I thought that was kind of interesting. He didn't really subscribe to that belief. Uh, Forrest Galante. Galante? Yeah, that was his name. Yeah, Forrest Galante. I, I Googled him while you were talking. He's a cool guy. I love listening to his podcast. He's looking for all kinds of weird animals. Like the Tasmanian tiger was a thing. A real thing. Have you ever seen that? Well, I'd seen like pictures of it from like a zoo that had one that in the but 80s then they thought they were extinct. Yeah. Yeah, they think they're extinct. He was trying to find them. Um, and then I'm just regurgitating another podcast episode, but whatever. And then he was talking about how they're going to like clone woolly mammoths and put them in yeah. some park reserve in like Siberian tundra. <laughs> And, like, clone these woolly mammoths and see what their impact is on the geography and the climate. Weird, weird. And I'm like, this is my favorite thing ever. <laughs> that, that would be weird. It's like Jurassic Park uh, coming exactly. to life. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. my favorite books and movie <laughs> series of all time. Well, okay. So, we, we've diverted a little bit. I wanted yeah, I to got, close off. off on no, that's all right. Forrest, uh, Forrest Galante. Forrest Gump. <laughs> Forrest Gump. Yeah, in the picture Love here, it. he's holding a, what's that, a pangolin? Pangolin. Which, Those, is, like, which is a Pokemon. What's weird about <laughs> it is, I've seen videos of these things like shredding into a wall. They look like dragons. They do. They're like scaling. Dragons. I mean, they look like serpents. They're straight up Pokemons. They are crazy creatures. But anyway, okay, let's go back. Oh, say it again. Have a drink. Um... <laughs> Getting back to what I was kind of like moving towards, all of these things are connected. And I know that's cliche. You even said it. You hate hearing that in podcasts. Yeah, everybody's saying that. That's the, the thing. But it's true. And they're connected in ways you didn't think. And like for us, as a strange thing people, when we started this, we did this for fun. Right. Right. We weren't trying to make any connections. We weren't trying to make any theological ideas. Mm-hmm. We had no agenda. Yeah. For any kind of connection. like we said at the beginning, our whole goal was just to drive around in this Volkswagen thing. Have adventures. Which we've since sold and traded for a, what is that? A Astro or an Express box van? (laughs) Oh, yeah. A box van. Well, you know, you think we have a lot of little giddy gadgets. We have motorcycles. We have a side-by-side and... And we have the But our goal was to yeah. just use our fun little toys we got and, and drive around in, yeah. in mostly the P uh-huh. Pacific Northwest yeah. and just look at stuff. There's a lot of weird things around. Yeah. yeah. And then, we had a strange, we had a, a Volkswagen thing. We thought, oh, a strange thing. Let's do it. It'd be yeah. fun. And yeah. then now we're like, ooh, this is kind of creepy how everything's like connected. Well, and it keeps getting more so. I've been listening to different podcasts. You have too. I listen to you know some that have like a theological edge, like or not even theological, but maybe a, a Christian overview, like blurry uh, creatures. Yeah, shout out to them. I enjoy them more and more and more. But what we found out is there's this tangential kind of relationship with what we're discovering on accident, not looking for any kind of connections, just to have fun, 
and to hang out together and have adventures in these podcasts and the stuff that they're talking about. And what we're realizing is this stuff is much more connected than we thought. And because of that, I hate to use the word real because it's supernatural. A lot of this stuff is supernatural. You'd quantify it as supernatural because it's like an unseen realm. It's it's, uh, Mm trans-dimensional. But if you've listened to any news media recently you have seen and heard an uptick in types of topics that we talk about in a strange thing. Yeah, we see a lot more UFO stuff, especially. And more cattle mutilation stuff. Yeah, they've been coming up a lot. We get sent that a lot, and that might be our own doing because mm-hmm. we talk about well, it. Well, no, like Fox News last week was the down in Texas. There were six mutilated down there. Their tongues were removed, and they had surgical precision and all of that kind of stuff. <laughs> but, but And then you tie in all this other stuff, uh, hybrid breeding programs. Um, And then you hear a lot of things, especially now because uh, paganism is a lot more um, popular Popular. now. You know, in the waning of Judeo-Christian mindset. Second time you said, oh, you said waxing earlier. Yeah. No, this is waning. Waning and waxing. You're a waner. I'm not a, well, at least I'm not a waxer. (laughs) Swimmers do that. But anyway. (laughs) You're releasing friction. You don't get it? I get it. I just... You're not, you're not going to even... <laughs> I'm not, not even humoring you. <laughs> giving me a laugh on that. There are different belief systems that are more prevalent now that have godlike entities or spirit guides. And the use of things like uh, pharmaceuticals or drugs or psychedelics or whatever to engage and encounter and and talk to or have these things guide you is on the increase. It's that thing everybody talks about. I'm not religious. I'm, I'm just very spiritual. spiritual. Very spiritual. Yeah. yeah, that's very popular. And whether or not you say you're, you're religious, whether it's veganism you're into or feminism or BLM or... Or, or even atheism. Atheism yeah, or... it's a religious you're, kind You're of kind of subscribing yourself to a small group of people that believe the same thing as you, which is what kind of ends up being a religion. Your religion, yeah. I, and, you know, I don't want to go into whether right or wrong or whatever, which is true or false, but it's a different perspective than what I had when I was younger. And I've been around a little while, not a long time yet, but the stuff that we would not even begin to think about are now the mainstream things. Yeah. And I think about, okay, what causes that? Why? What is that? And I think a lot of it is our ability to communicate and to, um, like, uh, over the internet, the, these amounts of information, yeah. good or bad, that's available to us is like, it's astounding. You can't even comprehend it. The whole world is at our fingertips. And people that you don't even speak the same language with now, you can communicate perfectly. I have an app because I got I work with some European, Ukrainian people at my work. And some of the stuff, if I can't relay something directly to them, I can find, you know, like the instruction manual. Mm-hmm. And I can pull up an app on my phone through Google. And it will, in real time, translate, translate through it. the camera. Mm-hmm. So they're looking at the, the pamphlet through the camera and seeing it mm-hmm. in their language. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It is totally amazing. What's the name of that? It's just Google Translate, I think. Because there's Google Translate, and then there's like another one called Babblefish. Yeah, Babble. And Babble is probably not a good one to use. Well, it's really interesting because you know you you've heard of Babble, yeah, right? And I've heard of Babble because of our Judeo-Christian background. You should have called it Little Bab. <laughs> if you and, play that backwards, I think it'll say Babble. But Ooh. Babble. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, you should do it backwards because it's kind of like reassembling languages to all mm-hmm. meet. Well, and for those that don't know that background, it's in the Bible. It's in Genesis. You can look it up. You just sounded like Trump. Did I? It's in the Bible. Bible. It's in Genesis. You can look it up. He had all of his best people on it. They were going to build the new Trump Tower. Yeah, it was going to be huge. It was going to be the biggest tower. But Joe Biden came in and confused everybody. He confused everything. He walked over and he said, You can sum up America in one... one listening. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) that was good. Basically, the biblical narrative is that uh, man was told to go, you know, reproduce and multiply and subdue the earth. Basically, take care of it. Treat it good. Be stewards. But instead, uh, they decided, no, we're going to get together and we're going to band together and we're going to build this giant tower. Instead of going into all the world. Like a Mecca. And they all spoke the same language. So it was very easy for them to communicate and pass knowledge around. And some of the knowledge, I mean, this is bringing in the watchers, was forbidden knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, and things that they shouldn't do, that like sorcery or pharmacia or drugs. Anyway, that's a, that's a whole... See, we got a whole bunch of stuff we could talk about there. But I'm going to ignore that. So what they did is they decided to build this tower and they were doing it, man. They were building this big, huge ziggurat tower thing and to their own, you know, ends. And God says, nope, ain't going to do this. And he confuses their language. And so he scatters them by confusing the language. That's the biblical narrative. That's the story. So what we're doing now with the Internet is we've rebuilt Babel. We now can all communicate and say and, and do the same language. And what happens when you have that? You can have good stuff, the sharing of really great ideas, and you can have really bad, dark, sinister stuff. Like Skynet. (laughs) Skynet, which is another thing, you know, about genetic manipulation and cyborgs and AI. Skynet is creepy. Transhumanism. Have you seen this, uh, the new AI stuff that's come out? Yeah, it is weird. It's pretty creepy. It is. It's like... And, And like the other day, so I have Snapchat. That's like the main way that my my little group of cousins and I communicate. Mm-hmm. We all have it, and it's funny to send yeah, yeah, yeah. little quick thing. dorky pictures and stuff. But now it pops up, and it's like, I'm your AI chat. Yeah. I'm going to monitor what you say, and I'm going to make you see things that you want to see, and I'm going to filter things through a filter uh-huh. and make sure that you only get whatever you want. I'm like, yeah. Stay yeah. back, Satan. What kind of weird world is that? The only thing you see in here is the things you want. I mean, that's, that's creepy. And part of it's like appealing because like, oh, cool. Yeah. But all the I part want is, is like, what I want. <laughs> what about an objective opinion? Yeah. You know, like, oh, okay. So since we're going here, it's open mic. What about like our media? <laughs> right. They don't give us what we want. They it's give us what they want to and hear. The only place to sit is on either end. Yeah. In the media, it seems it like. It seems like. And then, and then what about like the algorithms that drive us to the content that we're looking for? Mm-hmm. So if you Google something, next thing you know, you're slammed with all of that stuff. That is creepy. And sometimes you don't even have to Google it. Like you'll just be talking like, yeah, man, I've really been into really nice mm-hmm. sprinklers for my front yard because mm-hmm. there does not good water distribution. Then I'll go to Facebook and it pops up like, now it lows. It's so Uh, weird. And it's creepy. Just think about like uh, people that are YouTubers now. 
I mean, you can get black marks and taken off for saying the wrong thing. Except on Twitter. But what is, yeah, well, even that, I don't even know how great that is, but I think it's funny because basically I think Elon is just smacking everybody upside the head. <laughs> but Did you see the, I think I mentioned it to you the other day where he like whited out the yeah, I and yeah. on the building or the W sign <laughs> said titter titter <laughs> and then they told him he had to fix it so yeah, he just he painted like the outline and painted it the, the same color the W or something <laughs> ah, yeah the, I hadn't heard that but that's, that's hilarious funny. you know but it's so weird because the stuff that you say somebody has to decide whether that is acceptable or not yeah mm-hmm. and if guy? you're politically correct and that's the guideline then basically anybody who doesn't have that politically correct voice if they say anything that's not uh, along with the status quo, they're voted off the island. It's kind of like how we were talking about people use the word conspiracy theorists. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, oh, no, you're un-PC mm-hmm. or you're bad. Mm-hmm. You don't get an opinion because I've deemed you to yeah. not have an opinion. You, you're branded and you're basically nullified. Mm-hmm. Or you're a crazy radical. Yep. We could get a ding for saying this, but um, you can't say anything negative about COVID. No. Or the vaccines. Or about masks. Yep. Unless um, you're Ben Shapiro. <laughs> maybe he gets away with it because he brings in bucks. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. But, I mean, it's crazy because I thought we we're supposed to be able to have open, free dialogue. Might not agree with it, but that's okay. I don't yeah. mind if you don't agree with it. It's kind of like what you and I not yeah. argued about oh, earlier. when you got here? Yeah. But yeah. Dad was talking about how it's not good to be bullies. And I, I kind of agreed, but at the same time, I think bullies are a necessity because... You can change the way that fits into your definition of bully, I think. Right. I think kids make fun of each other because when that kid wears his little brother's pants to school three times in a row and they're like, you look stupid in those stupid pants, he's going to quit wearing those stupid pants and he's going to start wearing clothes Mm -hmm. that are normal. And some people will be upset about that. But kids have a way of regulating themselves. They do, yeah. Through yeah. through their lifetime to help them kind of grow in a society where they all kind of are a team. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because that kind of makes that light bulb go off and ding, ding, ding in my head, which is kind of what we were just talking about. Somebody is controlling what is right and wrong. What is it that is acceptable and what's not? If you say anything that is not acceptable, then you're going to be voted off the island. You're going to get bullied. Right. So who controls the bully power? The bully pit. Bull pit. Who nice. controls that? You know, and it's scary because I'm not even trying to find the answers right now. I mean, we're just... We're just yeah, we're just talking. But we're throwing out stuff and this is all good fodder for a future show. You know, I've talked about the grand conspiracy over and over again. I believe there is a grand conspiracy. The more I read about this stuff, the more I see the connectedness of the kind of stuff that we deal with, which we thought was going to be fun. All of a sudden... It's like, wait a minute, this is like all connected and it is a conspiracy. Yeah. Who are the players and what that means and what to do with that? That's a, you know, that's a whole different series of subjects. But there is a grand conspiracy and I believe it's very spiritual. Now, spiritual people instantly can flash religious. And I don't like that word religious because religious to me has that negative connotation, kind of like conspiracy theorist. Yeah. And all that does is shut down the conversation. Yeah. So you don't get any input. You don't get any dialogue. It's kind of like the racist tag, you know, Mm -hmm. like a Karen in the parking lot. Or sexist. You're racist. You're sexist. Yeah. And it's just Mm kind of like, well, now I can't argue because you're just going to pull that card Mm -hmm. off. Or you're a hater or, you know, whatever it is. Um, And, you know, sometimes that stuff is kind of justified, maybe. 
but it is so overused now. Yeah. People use it as a weapon to shut down people so they can't have voices. And then you get this, I'm going to say politically correct mob Yeah. that because it's a maybe not even the majority, but the loudest voice in the room. Squeaky Gill gets the grease. <laughs> Squeaky Gill? Right, what are you saying about gills? I like gills. Gills? Yeah, they're... Like fish gills? No, like girls. Squeaky Wheel <laughs> gets the grease. Yes. It's like almost like a, a snowball that keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. The center of it is very small. Yeah. But people get afraid of this little snowball. And as it builds and builds, then you're like, oh, you're really afraid of it. Mm -hmm. And it controls media. It controls narrative. It controls thoughts. I mean, logical thoughts, scientific thoughts can't even be addressed anymore or yeah. thought about logically. Because as soon as you do, then, well, no, you're a hater. Yeah. And it's like, when in the world have we ever agreed on everything? Never. And how often do we disagree, but we still get along and like each other? I mean, just look at your family. Do you agree with everything everybody does in your family? Nope. Heck no. Heck no. You still love them. You still talk to them. You still care about them. You'd still die for them. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> some, some people would. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that we're way beyond that. We've gone to an extreme and maybe the pendulum is going to swing back. But I'm afraid, and this is maybe goes toward the grand conspiracy, is that it's not going to swing back. And then it's just going to be basically a louder meaner stronger voice that takes advantage and punishes people that don't bow to their power and desires so mad max yeah any pick your dystopian story storyline yeah i mean it's basically that because people pretty much suck yeah people do suck. yeah left to our own we want our own things and that's just the way it's been well, I don't know, Austin, man, I could just kind of keep blabbing, but we're about an hour in. We could probably yeah. wrap this baby up and, and then maybe go next... Go some hot dogs. Go cook some hot dogs and some hamburgers. Yeah, all the family's coming over. It's going to yeah. be fun. It's a nice day. Yeah. A little bit of wind. Yeah. It's 90 a... degrees. What is it outside? Nine, it's going to be 88 degrees today. Yeah, so 88 with a little breeze is pretty Perfect. much ideal. Well, especially last week it was snowing. Nice thing about a little bit of a breeze... Uh-huh. It keeps the bugs away. Keeps the bugs away, yeah. And then the hot keeps you warm. And, and inversions and the breeze away. keeps you cool. Yeah, and smoke away. Yeah, everything's yeah. just bueno. Yeah, yeah. It's all good, man. It's all good. Well, I don't know. Should we just button this puppy up and... Let's and do it. Go eat some boogers? Some boogers. <laughs> Sounds good to me. It does. All right. So I guess uh, join us next time for some cold drinks. Probably, hopefully, colder because it's colder. hot outside. It is hot, yeah. And some strange conversations. Taters. Taters. Taters.